Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. You are in for such a treat today because I am going to tell you how to easily save $10,000. But first, I need to celebrate my client, Megan. Megan came to me because she and her husband make great money. She's an accomplished professor at a university and he's in the military. And they both have amazing perks from work and really bring in more than enough to live on but yet there's still more month at the end of the money. So, you know, I'm just so proud of Megan. She dove right into everything that we've been working on. She's embraced understanding how her money story has shaped where she is now, as well as how to tell her money what to do and incorporating her human design. It's insane. All of the quantum leaps that she's already taken. It's, it's awesome. I'm just so happy for her. It's so cool because as we're telling her money what to do, she's setting herself up for success so that over the time that we're together, she's going to implement all these money strategies one by one by one that I'm teaching her to her money. And then she's going to be paying down thousands of dollars of debt while saving thousands of dollars in cash. So speaking of saving thousands of dollars, I have so many easy ways for you to save money that will seriously easily accumulate $10,000 or way more. So obviously, the more that you make, the more that you'll potentially be able to save, right? So now remember, personal finance is personal. That's where it all starts, right? So all of my clients use these methods plus more. This is just the starting point of the methods that I teach. And it's really just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many ways to save money. And so these are just some new money habits to really start implementing immediately. And I recommend to start with one and then just gradually add in another and then another and then another. So number one, track your money. This is really the most important step for anyone that wants to be successful with money. I mean, even my son tracks his money. It's easier than you think, and there really is a reason for it. It's really time to get your head out of your ass and pay attention to your money. Most people that I talk to just waste all of their money without even realizing it. And you just walk around swiping your card, using your phone, paying for things that, you know, just spend and spend and spend and spend. And you don't even look at how much actual overspending you're doing. So all you got to do is track what's coming in. What's going out? That's it. It'll blow your mind. Next one, shop around. So what shop around really means is just, have you ever researched an item before you bought it? That's all it is, right? So there's a lot of people that do, especially with big ticket items like TVs, electronics, even homes, right? You're going to go on and look at the comps. It's the same thing with other big ticket items. You look at the comps, right? Same thing as real estate. So You just look around at all the different stores that are selling the same item. 
And then you just look and see, okay, well, this store is selling it for $100. This store is selling it for $150. This store, $125, you know, whatever, right? So you look around and you see where you can get the best deal. But have you ever really done that with smaller items? Or do you just go to the store, grab it off the shelf, and that's it? Just looking for the same item in a bunch of different stores is really eye-opening, you guys. A small example would be the almond milk that I purchase every week. So I shopped around at different stores just to get a general idea of how much this one item, almond milk, the size, I buy the big, the big one. And so at Whole Paycheck, it costs $8. At Sprouts Farmer's Market, $6.49. And at Walmart, for the exact same item, $3.98. The Walmart near me has so many organic items that other stores sell for so much less. It's crazy. It's the exact same thing. So just simply shopping around for things, even if it's not all groceries, you know, that was just one example, but just opening your, your mind to, you know what, maybe I could find it less expensive somewhere else and save that money. And then you can actually take that money and save it instead of just wasting it when you could be helping yourself. A lot of times I'll be in a store and I'll go on Amazon and I'll just quickly peek to see how much it is there. Because a lot of the items that I purchase, I purchase a lot of very healthy and organic and natural and usually a lot, most of the time, those products cost more than conventional and generic, right? So I am always looking for the best deal because the items that I purchase are more costly and I don't want to overspend, not like anyone wants to overspend, right? So just think about what matters to you and just look around. Look around at a few different stores and just open your eyes to what's available, right? Instead of just ripping it off the shelf and buying it without even paying any attention. And I know I've spoken about that too at the supermarket and such and different places I've been where the price that's on the shelf is not the price in the register. So just pay attention. There's also an, another way really quick that you can comparison shop is just go to Google. You can go to Google Shopping and just type in the item that you're looking for and then all of the stores that sell it and the prices that they're selling it for will come up in your search on the very top. It's really awesome. And you just kind of scroll through and you can comparison shop very easily because they're all right next to each other. And then you just find the best deal and get that one. And then a really cool thing that you can do is the money that you would have overspent, right, or overpaid for, just take that money and put it in your savings account, no matter how big or little it is. And every time that you do that, the money just adds up. Number three is eliminate impulse purchases. So really here is the, the, the key is to minimize the temptation. So if you don't want to spend money, it's so easy. You just unsubscribe from all the shopping newsletters or turn off the shopping push notifications on your phone. Just because it's on sale doesn't mean you have to buy it, right? Sale still means that you're spending money that you shouldn't be spending. So just unfollow. That's all you gotta do, unfollow social media accounts that are always selling you things that you don't need. Or use the 72 hour rule. All that is, is it means that you can add your item to your cart and let it sit there for three days or 72 hours. And if you really need that item after this time, 
then okay, then make your decision. But usually after three days, you kind of forget about it. And then you go back later and you say, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. I can, you know, then just delete it. I have a list of things in my Amazon save for later that I do want, but I don't need right now. They're wants. I don't really need them. So I have clothing, I have books, I have all, like household items, like all kinds of different things, right? So I just leave them there. And then when someone says, hey, Eileen, what do you want for your birthday or, you know, whatever, I have a list and there it is. And then every once in a while, I'll go through my list of my save for leaders and I'll really just delete out the things that I really don't want. That it was just more of like, ooh, that's really cool in the moment, but I don't really want it. <laughs> I have so many things that I've bought in the past that I just end up giving away because I didn't even really want it to begin with. And I don't even know why I bought it at the moment, you know? You just want it in the moment because of that dopamine hit. And then after you get it, you're like, well, I don't even know what this is. Why do I want it? So number four would be a no-spend day. And this really is exactly as it sounds. It's just a day you don't spend your money. So you can choose to do this for one day a week, two days a week, three days a week. You could even choose to do maybe one week out of a month. Do it however you want. But start with one day. And then try to work your way up to two or three days a week where you do not spend any money. And you can pick those days ahead. You can just say, I'm not going to spend money on Monday and Wednesday and just put it on your calendar. Just write no spend day, right? Or if you do three days, you can do Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whatever combination works for you, right? So you just don't spend any money on those days. Unless, of course, a bill is due, right? Then pay that, right? I, I'm just talking about any money on things that are not your bills, like any miscellaneous shopping that pops up on your phone while scrolling or a newsletter in your email that's offering free shipping for today only or, you know, something like that. You know, our phones are paying attention to everything that we're doing, right? So you can just be thinking about something and then it'll pop up all of a sudden on your phone, right? It's crazy. So be careful and just really pay attention. And Create some no-spend days in your life. You'll see it'll make a miraculous difference. And then you'll have all this extra cash flow that you can then start to save. Number five, use what you have at home first before you shop. So this can be anything from groceries to personal care items. I mean, just take some time to just walk around your house and check. See what you've got. Check everything. Food, pantry, cabinets, closets all the places. Use up what you have at home first before you spend money on anything else. It's okay to spend a little on milk and things like that every week, but use what you have in your house first. And even if you have those, if you're that type of person that has the produce that you buy some and then you never even eat it, freeze it. Put it in the freezer. Save it. Don't, don't throw it away. I do that with all of my produce. I even buy avocados in bulk. I let them ripen and I cut them into quarters and put them in the freezer. And, you know, because they go bad really fast. Like they're good for like a day and then the next day they're done. So it's so it's so great. And you, I, I freeze bananas. I freeze all the things. There is no excuse. There really is no excuse. So think about the other stuff that you have in your house, like cleaning products, shampoos, conditioners, skin cleansers, moisturizers, makeup, like all these things. 
you don't need to have a surplus of these items hanging around. And then you just keep buying more and not using what you already have. So just make it a point to just tell yourself that you're going to use up what you already have before you buy more. And this is another great way where you will automatically start saving money right away. Very easy. The next one is borrow from friends. So think about it. There are items that you have that you maybe use once a year or maybe hardly ever. I don't mean like a Christmas tree. I mean things like, oh, here's an example. So my son and I go camping once a year for the night. And I do not like camping, but he loves it. I don't even know if I would like glamping. <laughs> Since we're not avid campers, I have not purchased any camping equipment. None. None of it. I, I don't need to. I don't want it, right? I have borrowed all of that from friends every year. All of that camping equipment can be really pricey and I don't have to buy anything. And a bonus is that I don't have to store any of it in my house either. I don't have the tent and all the camping equipment taking up all that space in my garage, right? So it's something that you might use once in a while and you know what friend has it and you just borrow it. It's like the, it's so easy. Another great way to save money. So the next one is use any gift cards that you have. It is so easy to forget about gift cards. So easy. So go find all of your gift cards and use them. Over the summer, I found a $25 AMC movie gift card that I had and I completely forgot about it. It was, it was in one of my uh, work bags and I found it deep in one of the pockets that I was going through looking for something and I said, oh my God, I totally forgot I had this. So I took my son to see a movie a matinee, of course, because they're less expensive. I saved money. And then I still had money left over for popcorn. So then I started looking around and I was like, I know I have other gift cards. I totally forgot. And it was amazing because I actually had $750 of all different kinds of gift cards to use. So even if you have one with only a few bucks left on it, I mean, it's still free money. Go use it. The next one is using your community and all of their amazing resources. There are so many places to get free and very inexpensive items. The first is the library. I talk about the library all the time because they have the most amazing resources. Each local area of where you live will have different resources. So go into your library's website or maybe even just pop in there and talk to somebody and find out all that they have to offer. It's way more than just books. I'm serious. My library not only offers laptops to borrow and power tools and free art classes from my son. It's really amazing. They are an amazing resource. It, the list is endless. I also belong to a group called freecycled.org. And then there's also another one called the Buy Nothing Group. Freecycle.org is its own website and the Buy Nothing Group is on Facebook. And basically people just go on there and put their stuff on there for free. So instead of throwing it out, they just offer it out to the public because they, they don't want it to end up in the landfills, right? So they just have an item, put it on there like they're going to sell it, but there's no money exchanged and everything is free. So this is a great way to get rid of your things and to possibly find things that you've been looking for that you might need that someone's done with that you can get for free. There are so many community resources that are available, like from our local county 
community centers, schools, universities, and so much more. Really, you just need to be aware of what exists. And then the next time that you think you need to purchase something, you just go look first to see if you can find it somewhere else before you go shopping, right? The town even has activities that are free, like movie nights and concerts in the park, and local bars have bands that play, right? You just go have dinner and watch a bit, like instead of spending hundreds of dollars on, <laughs> I know it's not the same, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, it's a fun night out. And then there's some museums that even have a free day once a month that you could take the kids, like the kids museum and all the different, there's so many different things that you can find if you look. And then there's also consignment shops that sell premium items at a huge discount. And if you go to a more affluent area, you can go to their consignment shops and get designer items at an enormous discount. It's amazing. I've tried it. It's amazing. Just open your eyes, really. Just open your eyes and go look and see what's out there. I'm here to make you think differently. I am here to teach you ways of managing your money so that you don't go broke. Just open your eyes and see what's out there. You can literally get free and discounted clothing, toys, bikes, concert tickets, baseball tickets, and so much more. Just open your eyes. Next one is budget your money. This is how you tell your money what to do. Budgets are not meant to be restrictive, right? You get to tell your money what to do. You get to be in control over your money. You will always know where your money goes because you're the one telling it where to go. You control it. You control it. Telling your money what to do simply empowers you to release any money anxiety because you're in complete control. Whenever we feel anxious, it's because we're feeling out of control. So once you stick to those four buckets, which are save, invest, give, and spend, right? Keeping it this simple is how money becomes easy and fun. And then saving money is easy and fun. Watching debt go down is fun. You have to try it to believe it. I swear, it actually works. You are the one in control of your choices and your decisions. You. You are what is standing in your own way. The only obstacle is you. Get out of your own way and give yourself permission to go all in on yourself. Empower yourself with a financial education. You make six figures and you want to keep more of it, right? So be in control of all your cash. Reach out to me for a consultation. Go to momswhomoney.com, book your consultation. We'll talk about where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.